You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network. My Mac Podcast 436. It's a new year. <sighs> You're listening to the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. Anything can happen in the next half hour. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> and welcome, it welcome everyone to the <laughs> MyMac.com podcast. This is number 436. And it, it's actually not quite a new year yet. Uh, we're recording this on Sunday, December 30th. But most likely you won't get this show until 2013. I would like to congratulate everyone for surviving it, the making, end of the main calendar. Yeah, I'm making it this far. <laughs> oh my. Um we, Happy New Year everyone. Yeah, there Happy New Year. Yeah. And then, Year. we're not going and you know we can't really say that for another 2 days or a day and a half. Well, yeah, yeah this is TV guy. They, ah. you know, they record their, they record their programs years ahead. Yeah, okay. Well, it doesn't help me. I get confused. I must admit, I've had quite a lot of reaction because I was on uh, a podcast a, a week, well, just over a, a week or so ago, and I said, uh, Happy Christmas to everybody uh, for 2013. <laughs> 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 I've, had, I've had quite a lot of reaction to that. So, uh, yeah. But which one was that? What show was that? In fact, what I, said, what I said was, may I be the first to wish you a Merry Christmas? And everybody kind of jumped in saying, oh, you're a bit slow. And I said, ah, not for 2013. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, what's this about you reviewing a uh, Premiere Pro? Oh yeah, um, I did a I did a, a uh, for for mymac.com. I did a review for Premiere Pro uh, for CS6, which obviously is from Adobe. And at the time that I committed to do it, I was given uh, this this link, and I went to the link thinking, okay, well, this will be the link to to download Premiere Pro, and I was amazed. That it was it was actually a link to download the entire master collection for CS6. So I mean, every single program associated with CS6 was there, and I was thinking, wow, you know, all I had to do was write this review for Premiere Pro, which was actually a very nice program, and I've got like this, I think it's like twenty five hundred dollars worth of software, and as it turns out, wasn't quite the amazing bargain. That I thought it was because it, I think it was a time limited offer because because I was um, uh, I, I'm trying to you know we, I guess we can go into this a little bit more later. Uh, some people over at the Google Plus community were, were asking if there was any like you know my Mac podcast or or, or G Men stuff like hats and shirts and stuff like that that uh, they could buy. And I was like, well, not really. I mean, there's some my Mac stuff that Tim has out there, but there's nothing that's specific to to you and me in this podcast so i, I was i went into um uh, uh photoshop <laughs> except a subscription to a mental home yeah yeah well that that kind of almost goes without saying and um i was i was going to do some stuff in photoshop and see what i could come up with and i got this weird message that basically telling me i'm sorry dave but i can't do that 
And it started prompting me for like activation codes or signing up for Adobe's monthly service. And it's like, you know, I, I just don't use any of these programs, you know, in, including Premiere Pro for that matter, <clears throat> or Photoshop or any of the rest of them enough to pay. I think it was like $30 a month to, <clears throat> you know, sign up for this, this Adobe subscription service. And it was like, ah, well, okay, I kind of knew it was too good to be true. And, and I did enjoy the programs that I use while they work. So I, I'm not really, you know, it, it sounds like I'm complaining, but I'm really not. <laughs> you know, I mean, I was, I, was, I was happy to do the review. And even though, I, you know, the, the entire Master Collection is now, you know, off of my Mac and I got some 20-plus gigs of hard drive space back, uh, I, I'm not really bitter because I didn't really use them enough to, to sit there and say, oh, well, I can't do this anymore because you know, I'm not even going to go there. Um, you know, I, I appreciate the fact that, that Adobe let me download the entire thing and, and you know, I had a good time with it. And, and, you know, I guess that's about it. So I just don't have them anymore. Now, did you say how much space you saved when you deleted it? Yeah, it was like well over 20 gigabytes of space. That's that's quite a lot, actually, isn't it? Yeah. Well, but I, I mean, suppose they are. I suppose there's a lot of programs there, wasn't there? Really? And and who is this, Dave? Oh, uh, that's actually from 2001: A Space Odyssey. Ah, okay. When when okay. Dave Bowman, the astronaut, is trying to get back into uh, the spaceship, and Hal, the, oh, the artificial see where intelligence, you're coming from now. I'm sorry, I missed that one completely. <laughs> you know, if you have to explain a joke, Gaz. <laughs> <laughs> now, now yeah. I'm not laughing at your joke. I'm laughing at how stupid I was. No, well, you know, honest, and this kind of leads into something. I remember back when I was in high school, and you know, in the Stone Age, and I had gone to this this Star Trek convention. Chalk and slates, and yeah, all that. basically, basically. Hey, thinking about it, actually, slates. You know, when you write on them with chalk, a little bit like that paintbrush that we were talking about. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Oh. I mean, those, you know, those the, 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 people say, oh, they're good old days, but hey, yeah. they were ahead of their time. They were ahead of their time. Well, you know, anyway, I'll, I'll, I'll take today over the over the good old days from the little <laughs> bit that I remember. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it was, yeah, it was. Anyway, sorry, you were was, talking about high school. Yeah, the <laughs> 70s were really, really good to me. Anyway, I was at this Star Trek convention. Are you sure? Yeah. Well, from from what people tell me, they were. <laughs> it, it may have not been all that great, but I seem to recall having a, at least once or twice or more. Can you get back to what you oh, was going right, to right, tell right, me, right. So I'm at the Star Trek convention, and and I'd been there with a friend of mine. We'd been there like the whole day. And the last event that they were having for the evening was a showing of 2001 A Space Odyssey. So right. we sat down to watch this movie. Both of us fell asleep before they got out of the bit in the beginning with the monkeys. I mean, we were just so I've exhausted. Say, I've, I've got to say, actually, I don't think I've watched um, 2001 A Space Odyssey all the way through yet. It's it's a hard movie to slog through because mm -hmm. it just takes so long. I, and and I'm now, I can now hear the voice, though. I'm sorry, Dave. Yeah. I'm sorry, Dave. That. I can't do yeah. that. Yeah. Like, yeah. So you're just, you're just going to leave me out here in space to die. Thanks, Al. Yeah. Appreciate that. Absolutely. So what have you been up to okay. now that I've told this long and involved, boring story? Well, it's all about using my ITV. Wink, wink. <laughs> Thank 
you and good night. What? We, I'm sorry. We, we, we went over to uh, the brother-in-laws for, obviously, we, we do that every year. And um, he just bought a new uh, TV and he'd also bought an Onkyo um, AV receiver. So I was going, oh, are you doing this with it? Are you doing that with it? And they kind of sat there looking at me and I'm thinking, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so it's they washing didn't even over know how to use all, all these, that stuff. All these, yeah, absolutely. That you know, they they'd got the screensaver on, but it, I, I, I'm not sure whether it was a screensaver or just something to tell you that the TV was still on. It was like <laughs> it was like white dot, which would appear every so often. It was a Panasonic one, so it was um, not an LED. What's the other one? Oh, plasma. Crikey. Plasma. So it was a great picture. But I mean, it's just got this white dot appearing occasionally. <laughs> it was like it's like you know the yeah, eye but test. that white dot like, was, was crystal clear. No, it wasn't actually. It got oh, a blurry really? edge. Oh right? no! But it was. It, but we we kept saying it's like the eye test. You know, one of those where the, you know the dot comes up and you have yeah. to press the button and it comes up in different areas. And I said, why aren't you putting you know your photos or something? He said, we'll get to that. We'll get to anyway. I left it there. You know, you, I you said to them, but I said money. to him, because yeah. he, he was going on about the fact that he could record, you know, through HD and all this other stuff. And although I can't do it in HD yet, I said, well, well I, put, I put all my TV programs, I kind of record them and, you know, through my iTV device, you know, on my <laughs> computer. That's why I went wink, wink. Okay. But really, it's, it's just it's just like they sell, you know, if the companies were that annoyed about people recording stuff on VHS, why don't they start suing the VHS manufacturers? Well, in a why way, doesn't they did. I, well, okay, but why don't they get them out of business? Uh, well, you know, if, 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 they are, if they are so concerned about that, why don't they put all of the, you know, Elgato is one of the manufacturers of the ITV, which allows you, you know, the software they produce allows you to record the programs. It, a little bit like VHS. It's a little bit like, and I wonder whether this is the reason the BBC are playing the catch-up more, because they allow you to watch catch-up TV, but it's under their control a lot more, isn't it? I mean, the, the user exper- experience is pretty good, I've got to say, but it is under their control. But if all of these companies are so annoyed about trying to sue people for recording content, why don't they stop the manufacturers from producing the product in the first place? Probably because they can't. No, but anyway, that, boy, have we gone off. off <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I've been so using angry. My, this is the angry using, MyMac.com podcast, number admit, 436. Bought, it's a new year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is how we're going to carry on. Oh. Um, I've got to say that I bought this um, ITV diversity uh, dongle back in about 2007, I think it was. I'd only had the Mac about a month. And uh, I bought this because I went to some show down in uh, Olympia, down in London. And it it has had so much use. I've, I've actually paid for an upgrade on the software. And uh, I use it all the time, and it's great. I also used to use it um, to stream the TV from my Mac to the iPad so we could watch TV in bed. Because we used to, you know, in our bedroom, we used to have a little portable TV, about a 12-inch, sure. even a 12-inch portable TV. And oh, um, boy, oh, that was, okay. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Don't sorry. No, guy. it's just guy. where my Leave mind it. goes sometimes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. No, I'll shut yeah. up. I'll shut up. Yeah. It's not big like yours. It's not a big. <laughs> Are we still talking about TV sets? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> 
You know, it's a smaller country. We've got smaller TV sets. <laughs> TV sets. Right. Anyway, okay. yeah. so I used so I used the ITV to actually stream to the iPad, and um, but obviously with catch up TV now, it's uh, it's a lot easier not to have to use it. But there are still occasions when uh, Mrs G says to me, oh, she says, "Oh, my, you know, my eyes are dropping. I, I don't want to sit down here and watch it. Can we watch this in bed?" Yes, okay. I'll get. I'll boot up the Mac Mini upstairs. I'll get the ITV up and running, and we'll stream it through the iPad. And then, ten minutes once we're in bed, this doesn't happen all the time, folks. She's asleep. <laughs> oh, good. Oh, 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 never. Mind. I'm not going there. Either. <laughs> I thought that story anyway. was going to have a completely different ending, but never mind. <laughs> Never mind. You know what? My, actually, and to bring it back to like an, almost an Apple con, almost an Apple hey, excuse conversation. Excuse me, but I'm talking about the ITV, which was very specific Elgato, and it's <laughs> very specific to the Apple and my Macs. So there you go. Okay. Well, you know, you could have gotten just gotten an, a uh, an Apple TV, and then take all this content. Yeah, but no, 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 because what the Apple TV doesn't do is it doesn't stream live TV. And that's what we were using oh, the Elgato, you see. That's true. That's true. I forgot about it. I was thinking that you were t- that this was all recorded content. Okay. Well, it is. And what I then do is watch it through the Apple TV. <laughs> <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> wink, wink. Thank you. Thank you. Oh. Anyway, sure. on that note, let's move on to my Mac. <laughs> okay. Uh, the first story... Uh, it's Cosmos Story Volume 1. It's an app review from David Acklam. Uh, the application presents an interactive audiovisual tour of our universe, or as compared to somebody else's universe, beginning with our view of the sky from the Earth. Unlike similar astronomy... Unlike uh, regularly. Sin- <laughs> similar astronomy applications. No, I, I still can't say that word. The camera is not used, so you can use it both indoors and outdoors. Read and see why David gives this a MyMac.com rating of uh, 8 out of 10. Yep. Pixar. This is a review from Yoni Dankalo. I um, like that. Are you, a, are you an artist? that wanted to organize your digital portfolio and files in a way similar to iPhoto, but you didn't want to mix your artwork with your photo library? Well, you could have two libraries that you switch between, or you could just buy Pixar for your Mac. Now, this gets a great rating of 9 out of 10. So if you're thinking about keeping uh, digital files, and as Donny says, and you'd like to keep it in an iPhoto-type format... Go over and take a look. It gets a very good rating. Uh, next up is an iRig Mix Mobile Mixer <clears throat> and DJ Rig App guest review by Fred Wells. Fred assures us no vinyl DJ loves her records while carrying them home or carrying them back home at 3 a.m. This was one of the reasons he was so excited to test out the iRig Mix, especially being able to have my whole DJ rig in a shoulder bag that I could carry effortlessly. Fred I missed that. I'm sorry, guy. I'm sorry, guy. I should have what? said his there. I missed that. We ah. used to have my. I'm sorry. Ah, that's it. I quit. don't don't bl- don't blame <laughs> guy people. Blame no. me for that one. That was my fault. You can blame me too. I'm good. I'm good about those things. Fred rates the <laughs> hardware at seven out of ten. The software at eight out of ten, and the combo is an eight out of ten. Now I actually have the uh, the iRig microphone. 
And yep. I, when I used it last year at Macworld, I, I completely blew it because I, I had the, the settings on the microphone set so high that everybody kind of sounded like this. <laughs> so I've, I've actually done some tests with it. And I think uh, not next week because I, hopefully we have a guest next week. Uh, but the week after that, which I think is going to be – what show is that going to be? 438. Uh, in the second section, section uh, we'll, we'll, you and I will start to talk about the, the software that I'll be using and how I'm going to have my whole setup for the Macworld Expo. So this year is no computer is required. That's right. No computer. Excellent. I didn't take one last year, and I'm not taking one this year. Brilliant. And there we are. Yep. Okay. Thanks, Steve. Um, <laughs> Take control of messages in Mountain Lion. Ebook review by Beta Purd. Um, <laughs> Actually, he's a new writer for the website. I had to be. I had to be very careful. How I said that, didn't I? Really? Y- yes. Um, yes. <laughs> Peter has been a Mac user for quite a few years now. It was surprising that he'd never used iChat, considering how often he's talking to friends online over all over the world. Now, with it becoming the Messages application, he was curious to see if it did more than what you see at first glance. Reviewing Take Control of Messages in Mountain Lion gave him the chance to deliver a deeper, sorry, delve a little <laughs> deeper into messages. Oh, I had to be careful there, didn't I? Um, of, co- of course, there are also many other hints and tips, as well as extras that you can access on the Take Control website through links in the book. So he gives it a MyMap review rating of 8 out of 10. Pretty good. That is pretty good. Next up, we have... A review by Kurt Blanchard, uh, or sorry, Bert Clanchard, WordPress, the missing manual. Did you know, Gaz, that WordPress mm-hmm. is responsible for roughly one-sixth of the world's websites and that 20% of all new websites run on WordPress? Did you know that? Re- really? Yeah, that, that's impressive. That's incredible. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Our com website right. actually runs on WordPress. I did know that. Uh, if you ah, are a okay. brand new blogger, is that or, because um, it just works? It does just work. It does just work. And it, and the nice thing about WordPress, uh, actually, you know what? Let's let's not go into that right now. Um, <coughs> uh, Kurt says, if you're a brand new blogger or an experienced web developer, WordPress the missing manual is for you, and gives it a outstanding rating of nine out of ten. Power bag backpack by full. Or F U L. This uh, is a uh, review. What did you just say? Full. Oh, oh no. Or F U L. What did you think? Who I'd is say? L, and why are you so angry with her? F U L. This is a review. Is that what you want me to say? Is that what you want me to say? You didn't want me to say that. No, did you? no, you didn't. no, no, no. That was fine. That was that was kind of where okay. I was going with that whole thing. Okay. So stupid. Um, this is a review. This is a review, but ah, oh, this is not helping at all. Really, a review by Asher Weisberger or Washer Weisberger. I Asperger. Okay, have you ever come across a time where you're out and about? and bring your latest technology with you, but the energy efficiency of that particular product drains carelessly throughout the day. The Power Bag Backpack by F-U-L <laughs> <laughs> will have your back, no doubt. 
Ash's overall MyMac rating is 8 out of 10. So uh, basically, there's a backpack there, and it's got lots of cables into it, and it can power your devices. Go take a read, because that's know, a pretty comprehensive. That's I'm, a comprehensive review from Asher. So, I'm I'm so surprised that we haven't had more writers just come to us and say, you know what, don't don't review my stuff. Don't, don't, <laughs> don't write to myself, please. <laughs> please don't. What, do, I, the name thing. Don't care. Just don't yeah. read. <laughs> yeah. You know, folks, we, we're just having a good time here. You know, we don't mean nothing by it. Anyway, uh, moving on, because that's a whole other conversation. Well, I do. Oh, that's well, I right. Do. Yeah. We're, we're, actually, we're actually angry podcasters. Yeah, so, all right. Come on. All right. Advice from a successful young interpreter. That's, I'm kind no, of chan- no, I'm no, no, Batman. No, 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 guy. Stop, 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 stop. Entrepreneur guy. Entrepreneur. Oh. Entrepreneur. All right, I'm going to channel not, Batman for not this an one. In, not an interpreter. Advice from a successful young entrepreneur. It's an interview with Ethan Bloch. It's a Nemo memo network by John Nemoroski. Ethan's young, articulate, experienced, and successful. Listen to our 20-minute intense conversation. Get advice on how to learn to code. How to create a personal hotspot from your iPhone's internet connection. How to use iCloud and Dropbox storage efficiently. Which which headphones to buy and plenty more. Where's Rachel? <laughs> okay, all right. I, I can't sorry, do that anymore. Sorry, John. Sorry, John. Um, that was, you know, that's, uh, that's an audio interview. <laughs> Okay, Brooke. It's your turn now. <laughs> Brooke, tech fan podcast number 102. While David records a solo segment for this week's show, Tim is joined by his daughter, Brooke, to discuss technology and a little bit of this and that. Yeah, he I've heard that. It's actually a good show. Actually, he has two other daughters, but you know what one of his daughter's names is? <clears throat> Brittany. No. Rachel! <laughs> okay. Oh, boy. Yeah, this this is going to be the show. This is going to be the last show of the year, folks, and we're just letting it all, we're letting it all come out this week. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's okay. that easy. It is that easy. Thank you, Steve, for bringing us back, back from God only knows where I was going. Um... <clears throat> Some of the stuff we got this week, and as usual, the Google Plus community is, is really, really busy, uh, included advice on uh, where I should eat and, and you know, myself. And um, as it stands right now, there's only going to be three MyMackers there at, uh, at Macworld. Myself, Aww. Elisa Pacelli, and Vicky Stokes. John's not going to be able to make it this year. Oh, disaster. Yeah, that is. Because, oh, and John is like the ultimate organizer you basically walk yeah. up to him with a list of, of who it is you want to see or talk to at Macworld, and in five minutes he's back he's he's got like an iCal calendar ready to like click over to you and stuff it's all set up <laughs> and we're really going to miss him this year yeah uh, but some yeah. of the highlights include on where uh elisa vicky and i can eat and also they also sent me a link because i this is going to be my seventh year at the Macworld expo 
And every single year I sit there and I, cause I've never been to this place. And it's, again, this is OCD stupidity on my part. I've got this obsession with going to in and out burger okay. in San Francisco. And every single year I managed to not do it, but this year I'm going to go to in and out burger. And, um, they, somebody Could sent you tweet, me, can you, will you be twi- tweeting when, when you're there? I will tweet with a double double in my hand. Okay. But they Good. sent me they sent me a link to a secret menu. To a secret menu at In and Out Burger. <laughs> All right, I'm, you know, I got to stop doing that because I'm just having way too much fun with that. So I will definitely make the time to go to In and Out Burger this year, and I will let everybody know how good or bad or indifferent it is. Excellent. Okay, Samsung's mobile advertising company tweets about how great their phones are. From an iPhone. <laughs> yeah, it's like, really? 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 really. Samsung? Really? Oh. Really? And if you are a subscriber to the, the MyMac G Plus community page, you got a chance for some bonus content last week that I recorded after Gaz and I got done. And, the, and that's the only place to hear it is on G Plus. So if even if all you have is like a, a a Gmail email account, come on over, join in with the with the fun of of all the rest of us crazy people over at the MyMac G Plus community page, and uh, look up look up that little snippet that I that I did. And actually, that's I have to admit here on the air that is not original content. Uh, my brother in law Art, who is like king of the the punsters, whenever the whole family gets together, had sent that to me. Uh, through an e- actually not only to myself but to a lot of other people in our family, and uh, I thought it was so great that I went ahead and recorded it and then put it over there on G Plus. Excellent, cool. Go listen, folks. You might have to dig for it, but we might have there. to put a link in the show notes. <clears throat> anyway, the, um, the community feels we need 3D surround sound, right? A magical mystery, something or other that we make tech other than Apple's ca- crash, eh? Or other than I, that, I would, that will make tech that. other than Apple's crash. Oh right, sorry. And more <laughs> laughter because apparently we're just too serious on the podcast. Yeah. Tom Tom Schmidt yeah. also thinks we need more cowboy bell because well, who doesn't? We want more cowbell. <laughs> anyway, um, over on I, I don't know if if Gas is going to get this over on Ask the G Man. Tom Schmidt also wants to know why. Baltimore, the Baltimore Ravens quarterback, Joe Flacco, isn't having a better year. You want to take that one, Gaz? Yeah, probably because I haven't got him in my team. <laughs> well, uh, real, real quick, because probably nobody cares other than the people that live in Baltimore. Uh, Joe Flacco is not a well, franchise fact, quarterback. He's he's a good okay, quarterback, well, but he's not a great quarterback. Okay. Well, I, I think, actually... <clears throat> Uh, he had a metatarsal uh, injury also during the close season, and it's not um, it's not repaired quite correctly. And he still goes over on his right foot slightly when he's throwing the ball. So when he plants his foot to take the throw, it actually slightly his foot because of the metatarsal it actually twists slightly and puts him out of kilter. And that's that's the biggest problem, Tom. So you ought to do your research when you're asking these questions. So that that's like concise and clear. And I'm yeah. thinking pretty much BS there, guess. <laughs> <laughs> I was doing so well. You were. And you I've were. Got a, I've got a question for you, actually, Guy. Yeah, go ahead. 
as you're uh, a blonde from Florida, yeah. uh, do you do you not follow your local team that you grew up with? Oh, Florida? the Miami Dolphins. Yes, I do. I, I and they're actually. <laughs> They call him Flipper, Flipper, <laughs> faster than lightning, no one you see. Yeah, all right, all right. Stop all right, the singing, all right. will you? Okay, sorry, sorry. I'll do it like Batman. They call him Flipper, Flipper. <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually, I actually do. I mean, the Dolphins are. Are you getting it? The Dolphins are my team. Um, but, you know, I left Florida in uh, 1981. And up here in in the area that I live, they just hardly ever show any games of the Dolphins. So I've pretty much resigned myself to getting more coverage on like the Washington Redskins or the, or the Baltimore Ravens, and that's just what I got to do. You could have just said yes. I still follow them and see what oh, results they get. Okay. <laughs> okay. But that was that answer was awesome. It was awesome. Okay. And, and Gary Apter. Wants to know why he can't divide by zero. Yeah, do you want to take that one? Um, well, I, I can tell you the answer that I gave him. Or Go can on, I? Uh, the reason that I told him that he can't divide, or the, actually that it's easy to divide by zero, and it's also a snap to show your work. Take your paycheck, remove all the taxes and the bills that you have to pay, and voila, you've divided by zero. Yeah. You uh, see, folks. You can ask any questions Anything. of the G-Men, and, and you will get a real answer. I, I think, I, you know, I, yeah. I, I'm, a, I'm, I'm a bit sad that you actually called my answer to Joe Flacco's uh, question a BS, because, you know, I've done a lot of research into that. <laughs> really? Did and you? I'm just not, I'm just not, I'm just not, not happy feeling that the you, love. You know, <laughs> you've just thrown, you know, thrown me out. Oh, all right. Well, this what, this right? this is exclusively. I mean, I mean, Tom knows how good I am at American football from the team that I chose. It's just a pity I've not changed them what, at what all team through the that? season. Uh, we'd got one of these fantasy football teams, and I I, I, re- I so wanted to do it. I think me and um, uh, who else? Who else did it from the uh, network? Oh, oh, Mark. Was it Mark? Yeah, I think Mark it was Mark. Reedry? Yeah, we both yeah, went in and got so, a team. All right, all right. so. So you're from Great Britain. Mark yeah, Greentree yeah. is from Australia, and yeah, you're going yeah. to join an American football fantasy league. Jo- oh, you we joined. 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 How did you guys do? Yes, and, uh, well, the problem was we both picked our teams, and I think I've got some pretty good picks in there. The problem was I haven't changed the team at all through the season. So, I'm so half of them are probably dead from dead. injuries. <laughs> Anyway, Tom will, Tom will respond to that, I'm sure. Email. <laughs> We've got some email. Come on, we're going on too long. Come on, snappy, okay. snappy, snappy. Sorry, sorry. Oh, I thought, it, thought, thought you were going to take that one. Uh, Steve McFadden no, no, no. S- s- sent in an email with a bumper and some very kind words about the podcast. He said, I've only been listening since September, and I remember this. Uh, but in my first show that I listened to, Gad, Gaz teased that your nose was growing and you quipped, it doesn't grow, it just gets thicker. Without missing a beat, I knew I was in the right place. I actually remember that. I remember that. That was funny. Yeah, that, that was when I wasn't feeling well, and, and I was kind of talking like this because my nose was all stuffed up. Or better that than, and yeah. I'll tell you what, and since then, we've just... Better and better and better. Every week. We just knock it out of the park every single week. 
Okay. okay. Go ahead. Um, so you want me to take this one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Okay, we could talk about Twitter feedback, but since that's where most of the drama is taking place, we'll just leave it alone. Not directed at Guy and Gaz, Twitter followers, it's all messages about stuff directly. I, I don't know where you're getting that, so uh, <laughs> I'm leaving well, it there. <laughs> well, th- there was, no, there no, was no, some... No, no, okay, no. okay, never mind, no, never mind. No. Uh, we, got some, we got some other feedback from Google+, lots and lots of new bumpers that we will get to sooner or later. We now we just did like a whole segment on bumpers last week, which oh. I, I still haven't isolated each one of those. Guy, I will guy. Yeah. Guy. I'm, I'm nearly out of beer. Oh, no. oh you're kidding me. Well, it sounds like you have sensocilacophobia. You know what that is gas? No, it's, it's a fear of an empty glass. Oh God! <laughs> Don't bring that flipping bit back now. Ah, uh, uh, that was uh, that was that was an email that we got, wasn't it? Was it an email or was that? I don't know. You're don't ruining. Know. You're ruining. Just move on. Okay, <laughs> move on. No, you have this, to move on because this, this next bit is yours. That wasn't planned. Because I am actually running out of beer, to be honest. Oh, anyway. Um, <laughs> Just get a grip, man, will you? Oh, I'm sake. trying. I'm trying, Gaz. I'm really trying. Yeah, well, you're telling me you're trying. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is a tech news of the weird. We've kind this of kept with tech news of the weird because we occasionally come up with bits. And um, um, this come, came from the, the Telegraph. Uh, it's their online technology section. And apparently it was highlighting the fact that Steve Wozniak praises a panorama app that spins the iPhone. So I sent this over to Guy, and basically there's a, uh, it's called Cycloramic. Cycloramic. It's an iPhone app that uses the vibrate function to steadily rotate the phone while it stands on its end, creating a 360-degree video panorama in the process. Um, <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, I, 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 Weird, because one, you know, that's the height of technology. Two, <laughs> anything, anything than other than being a flat surface, and I don't mean a flat surface. I mean a horizontal surface. Surface, because you know, where do you find a horizontal horizontal surface where you want to take a three hundred and sixty panorama video or pictures? Come on, come on. This is just weird. I'm yeah, just, and, and is- why would you want to do this? You know, and, well, and I guess the other weird thing about this. Is, uh, perhaps, I tell you what, you'd, you'd want to do it once. <laughs> yeah, it. just to sit there and go, so that's it. You know, or or that's you it. could just that's watch it. the video that, that comes with this story and, and watch the phone spin around after they start it, and then you'll probably most likely have the same reaction I did, which was, really? Really? <laughs> what? <laughs> so Steve Wozniak, creator and designer and engineer of the Apple II and so many other so many other you know great products over the years loves an app that makes his phone spin no on a no, flat well, actually, surface 
I've got to say, I've got to say, to defend him just a little bit, there's probably a lot of technology which goes into the into that process to make it spin on its axis. I mean, it doesn't exactly spin on an, its axis down the midpoint of the phone. It does move slightly. But to get the vibration right so that on a flat surface or as long as it's horizontal, it could even they, – they actually put it on a, like a, a towel which hasn't got too much webbing on it. And it right. actually vibrates and turns through that as well. So there is a, techn- a lot of technology in there. But for me, it's just weird because you'd kind of – I think you'd use that once and that's if it. If that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if that, yeah. Oh, God. Anyway, take us out, man. Go okay. On. Everyone. Do it. Stand by. To stand by, Rachel, and we'll be right back. You betcha. Hello, I'm Mike McPeak from Bard on the Plains podcast. Growing up on the plains of South Dakota, I used to listen to my dad tell stories about his life. I never had a chance to record any of these, but I realized that everyone has a story to tell. And that's what I try to do on this podcast, tell anecdotes of my own and have other people tell their stories in their words and in their voice. So please listen to Bard on the Plains podcast. It's about stories, mine and yours. The one-hour show that takes 24 hours to record. The G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. And welcome back to the second session of the MyMac podcast with the G-Men. So, everybody. You like everything so far? I hope you do. Um, <laughs> I do. <laughs> I do. you really got to stop that because it's putting me off. I really do think <laughs> I'm, I've got I'm sorry. To, it's just a Batman for, criminal at the other end of the line. Well, actually, that's Batman. That, that's what Batman sounds Oh, like. that's right. I was thinking it was the, the Joker, but it's not, is it? No, it's, the, the it's Joker Batman. is more like It's, 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 more it's like the latest this. incarnation of Batman. Does, it? does, do I look like someone who has a plan? I'm sorry. No, but you ahead. look like you've got a smiley face. I do. I do have a smiley face. I always have a okay, smiley as face. Okay, as we're at the end of the year, folks, we – we weren't sure quite what to do in this section, so we thought that we'd try and dig up some of the funniest Apple stories for 2012. So Guy and I were trawling the websites, and we were going through all of our old segments. We were listening for... Oh, okay, okay. We basically went over to Macworld. <laughs> <laughs> they, they did all the work for us. They did all the work for However, us. However, <laughs> our, our opinions are genuine. And uh, there are opinions. No, our opinions are our own. Yeah. <laughs> the story just belongs to somebody else. Uh, yeah, yeah, we kind of pinched it. But we'll put the, the main link into these stories of 2012. And yeah. we, quite, we, we thought, as it's the end of the year, we, we'd go with this. Yeah, and certainly this first one, this first one. I chuckled when I saw this. It was basically... <laughs> It was, it's basically a toilet roll holder. And I think we may actually have mentioned this when it came out. But there is a uh, toilet roll holder which you can plug your iPod into it. Now, this one's got a the older type iPod, you know, the, yeah. with the click wheel. Yeah, the classic. It. But I'm sure... I'm sure that um, they will be bringing out an update uh, with... Uh, is it Lightning? Is it a Lightning? Yeah, adapter? with a Lightning yeah, connector. Lightning. Because... Yeah, because... <laughs> You need a lightning connector in your toilet. Anyway, toilet roll holder, toilet at the front, 
at the back, little speakers, controllers, brilliant. Sit there. I don't know how long you're going to be spending in the toilet, but I did like that one. Well, so. did you see what it says there on the box? Enhance your experience. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just well, what I need when I'm what sitting of, on the toilet. All depends, all, all depends what sort of paper you've got, really, isn't it? That's, yeah. Oh, and there's a uh, another thing that was here. Uh, think I wonder has actually a T-shirt after that a has like a guitar I, on it. Yeah, I wonder actually after a while, to be honest with you, if it basically automatically rolls out the paper, <laughs> the eye paper. Yeah, or somebody could actually what they could do from downstairs if you've been there too long, they could wirelessly send the paper to unroll to. <laughs> did you see what I did there? Yeah, except how does it? Yeah, that that was good. That was good. But how does yeah. the paper know exactly where to go? They would need uh, some other types easy. of. They would need some other types of sensors to take care of that bit. I think it'd go <laughs> roundup. <laughs> okay, all right. Why don't we move on to the next story? Yes. Where now, a which boy which apparently one? urinates on thirty MacBooks. An 11-year-old takes a leak on $36,000 worth of Apple laptops. And he's. this is apparently the only thing this kid will probably ever be famous for. And, of course, it happened in Pennsylvania. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, you, you see, this story, for me, uh, he was actually charged with institutional vandalism. <laughs> Criminal mischief. <laughs> and he was turned over to the Cumberland County Juvenile Probation Department. That is brilliant. I mean, yep. and, either and, he was really desperate, you know, to go, which it, we all we all occasionally, that happens to us, um, and he might not have seen all of those yeah. Apple equipment when he was urinating. I think he's probably, he's probably a, a uh, Ubuntu fan. That's what happened. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. And Apple yeah. has to, I think, is probably going to write all these off because they can't work on them because they consider urine to be a biohazard. Well, that or, you know, you take it into the Apple store and it says, yeah, have you got this wet? Huh. <laughs> Indications are you got this wet. Yeah. How did that happen? Well, I, I was in know. the bathroom oh. listening to my iPod. Anyway. <laughs> Hey, so, so we quite like that one. Yep. The next story is uh, one in 10 men prefer iPads <laughs> to women, according to a poll. Um, yeah. <laughs> this this was brilliant. Yeah. One in 10 single men would prefer an iPad 3 than a new partner. <laughs> um, I've got a feeling from memory that this actually, this poll took place in the UK, but I, I'm not. It's not indicating that in the story, to be honest with you. But yeah, I've got to say, I, I, I'd love to know the age of those people that were, you know. Well, I think it's, it's it's pretty telling that they were all bachelors. That's <laughs> that's pretty telling, right there. <laughs> yeah, I, I, perhaps thinking about it, we shouldn't go too much further with no, that story. No, probably not. Because <laughs> I think the people that they were polling were either like confirmed bastards or men that have been married for more than 20 years. <laughs> hey, watch it. I've been married 25 years this year. Yeah, so yeah. careful. I, I, that's why I was saying over 20 because I'm yeah. there now too. Yeah. 
Now, you can smell and eat your Apple products. Mm. Apparently, there is a, a scent of a newly purchased Apple product that can be opened for the first time has been captured as a fragrance. So you can buy bags of the fragrance. <laughs> <laughs> but also, apparently, you can get different flavors as well. You can get... <laughs> There's an ice cream manufacturer in China that has devised a mango-flavored iPhone-shaped treat. Mm. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. And I, I love not, this little bit here. This is from, uh, what, Kotaku.com. This mango-flavored ice cream treat boasts a Western-style flavor, whatever the hell that means, and is shaped like <laughs> Apple's iconic logo. It kind of looks like a fried egg. Mm, all right. So what we have here is in a bag that has a picture of an iPhone on it, something that looks like a fried egg and smells like a mango. And this apparently is what the Chinese believe that Western people like. I'll tell you what. I bet Steve would say we love working with those guys. <laughs> yeah, I said, can it look like something other than a fried egg? Ah, uh, and and on the on the same note as smell, you can oh, now dear. smell like a new MacBook Pro because nothing says sexy like a MacBook Pro. Yeah, uh, it's a unique fake fragrance. Uh, the scent of a newly purchased Apple product being opened for the first time. And it's been created for an upcoming art exhibition uh, by Melbourne, uh, Mel, Melbourne, Melbourne artists Gavin Bell, Gerard de Couger, and I hope I said that right, not like it matters, and Simon McGlynn, <laughs> writes our favorite Australian cousins, Macworld Australia. So if you're not quite getting the action that you deserve because you seem to have chosen an iPad over a new partner, you can smell like a MacBook Pro, and <laughs> I guess your iPad will love you for it. I'm not sure how that all works, but uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I think actually what you've got to do is you've got to wear this fragrance, go into an Apple store, and everybody will know that you've just bought a new Apple product. Well, either that or they'll just sit there and go, wait a second, I'm right here in front of this machine. Why am I smelling this someplace else? No, no, what you do, you wear it, and you go into one of the Microsoft stores. And then like the Pied Piper, <laughs> they, you just start waving your arms know. around and walk out, and like the two or three people that are in the store will follow you back out like the Pied Piper. Guy. Don't yeah. even think about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Poor guys. Um, okay. This, what was you the want me to take this next one? Oh, the next one. No, which was the next one? Uh, the iPhone saves two-year-olds stuck in a well. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. So, this, when I saw this story, Gaz, I had, to, I had to laugh. Now, for people that grew up in the 50s and 60s, there was, a, there was an American TV show called Lassie, which is about a, a long-haired uh, collie. And, and, and his, his owner uh, or partner, whatever the current politically correct phrase is, named Timmy. And Timmy, being a clumsy child was constantly stuck in a well all the time. Every single week would be stuck in a well and Lassie would have to run back and talk to June Lockhart or, or whoever his mother was for that particular season and bark at her 
and and the mother would automatically just kind of look at the dog and go, "What? Timmy's stuck in a well?" You know, and then go get help, and Timmy would be saved. <laughs> what that six was- miles away, northwest of here? <laughs> yeah. What? Wait, wait, Lassie. Did you say coordinates forty four thirty seven? Damn, that's a smart dog. East. <laughs> that, is, <laughs> that is one smart friggin' dog. You know, I what's need a dog. Alti- what's time. the altitude? <laughs> what at thirty six point four feet deep? <sighs> so apparently, an yeah. iPhone is now as smart as a collie from a TV show forty years ago. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And speaking well, of people, you know, yeah. Go ahead. Now go on. I was going to say, speaking of of people that constantly have problems and hurt themselves, Apple is sued over glass door injuries. What a segue <laughs> that is! I remember that story. I remember that story, and uh, I don't. I'm not sure whether it went any anywhere, but I, I, that was most odd. Um, this this was a story about uh, an 83-year-old woman who was going to sue Apple for $1 million of because course. she was injured after walking into a glass door at an Apple store. As Guy would say... <sighs> <laughs> what is wrong with people? I, th- I think basically, yeah, they said something like Apple failed to appreciate the danger that high-tech modern architecture poses to some people. Why don't sue the architect then? Yeah. I mean, come on. Then you've got to, you see, the thing is, the what annoys me about some of these stories, we're back to angry podcasting, ah! is actually the council or the council or the local government who approved those drawings for the architecture of that building to be put, put in that place. They're the ones that have got to be sued. So, in fact, 83-year-old woman, you'd be suing yourself because you pay taxes for those people to do that. So think on. <laughs> Think on. Just it write some responsibility a for a million dollars, okay? <laughs> take, take some responsibility, yeah. old woman. Yeah, I mean, for heaven's sake, that's a lot of it right there. <laughs> that's uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and we have anyway, more, the we, we have more toilet humor because apparently, <laughs> Android users more likely to take their phones to the loo than iPhone BlackBerry owners. Now, wash your hands. Um, I'm not quite sure what to say here, except that I take my iPhone with me everywhere. That's all I'm going to say. Well, the the only question I'm going to ask is, what am I supposed to do? Am I supposed to leave it outside the toilet? <laughs> then it'll get pinched. Yeah. I didn't want to take my iPhone into the toilet and somebody took it. I'm suing Apple. I- Personally, I think Andrew, Android users are just being honest here. Yes, they take it. They don't use it. They just take it into the bathroom. They don't <laughs> use it in the bathroom. They just take it in there with them. Yeah, iPhone anyway. owners are way too posh to admit that they take their Oh, I their never, fu- never, no, ever never, take my ever. iPhone to the toilet. Oh That's the most God. disgusting thing to do. Just, <laughs> just, you're so, you're so common. <laughs> Why don't you take the next one? Um, is this the uh, Apple start swapping yeah. physical yeah. landmarks? Right, okay. No. <laughs> 
Apple has decided to improve the accuracy of its maps software by rearranging the physical features of the Earth. <laughs> or at least that's what a satirical website has written. <laughs> this yeah. is great. Because of all the, because of all the map uh, issues that Apple were having, um, a satirical website decided to make a spoof on it and said that Apple are actually moving uh, physical landmarks around so that their um, their maps up is more accurate. And I tell you what, they can probably afford to do to do, to it, do yeah. that. <laughs> now there's a thing. And see. if they want to move me, if if they want to move my house to the coast, I've got no problems with that. Yeah, well, in my case, they'd probably just like have me at a forty-five degree angle on a mountain someplace that that's subject to uh, earthquakes and avalanches. That's how I'd end up. Ah. Well, that's what I asked to do. Uh, next up, uh, Oprah tweets. Oprah, whoa. Oprah, tweet praises Microsoft. <laughs> <laughs> Oprah tweet praises Microsoft Surface Tablet. From her iPad. So, and yeah, I mean, let, let's, <laughs> before we go any farther with this, I mean, let's remember <laughs> that a lot yeah, of back. the so-called professional uh, a, a tweeter or tweeter, Twitter, Twitter accounts for famous people typically are not maintained or tweeted from those people. You know, I'm sure that Oprah has a, uh, a crew of people to take care of things like her official Facebook page and her official Twitter page and, you know, her official uh, G plus community page where she's liked the, 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 the my Mac podcast, G plus community. Um, <clears throat> well, no, no, she hasn't. Well, but we have yet. professional tweeters, don't we? Um, I, I mean, I do. I, I've got all, I've got lots of tweet, Twitter accounts and, and my Facebook account and all of the other social um, where's I appear. I, I've got professional people doing it all the time. I, I never tweet personally. Uh, Don't, well, do, you, do you actually tweet personally? Is that you? Do you actually type in on a keyboard? I do. I, I, I have do, my but, minions. But I have I, a reason why I, I have do my, that. I have my minions do that for me. <laughs> the reason why I do it, Gaz. It uh, it helps help keeps my uh, my fingernails clipped because I'm such a fast typist. <laughs> All right, that, that just that just fell completely <laughs> on its face. It sure sounded a lot funnier in my head than it did as I was saying it. <laughs> Go on and take the next one. All right, the next <laughs> one is burglar unintentionally films robbery on iPhone being used as a torch or a flashlight. Uh, the raid on a West Yorkshire home was filmed, according to, which led to a 44-week imprisonment of, uh, let's see, do they say have the name of the guy here? Uh, Emmanuel Jerome. Sounds like a fine, upstanding citizen. Unintentionally yes. pressed record when trying to use his iPhone as a torch, filming the raid with his device, which, sent, which resulted him in being sentenced to 44 weeks in prison. Judge John Potter said that Jerome claimed to still be innocent despite clear evidence of the crime found on his iPhone. Ah, people, people, you, people. He said, you, the, the judge speaking to Mr. Jerome, in my judgment, were an important member of the team that attacked the property on those occasions. Yes. Yeah. There you go. Well, obviously, uh, a- it was, this was not a brain trust of these people that were breaking into people's homes. Ah. <clears throat> Okay, and the, la- the last one in this, shall we go for the deep-fried MacBook? Yeah, yeah. 
So apparently a New York-based uh, photographer has taken to deep-frying his Apple devices for a new deep-fried gadgets art series. This is just oh, weird. Oh, it's, it's art. Uh, it's art. Henry Hargreaves has deep-fried various electronic items, including an iPad, an iPhone, a MacBook, and an iPod. Mr. Hargreaves' project was inspired by a Japanese teenager who filmed himself attempting to eat deep-fried a deep-fried Sony SPSP. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. So yeah. Right. Okay. People, I'm, I'm just. Um, just people, this year, 2013, we and there were more stories from from the yeah. selection of the funniest stories of Apple uh, from MapWorld, and we'll put the MapWorld link in. We won't put all of those different links in because oh, you'll find God, them no. yourself. But people, in 2013, we Aim need higher. more of that. Yeah. <laughs> Aim higher. Aim higher, please. Ah, <laughs> uh, dear. That's, this is, you know, it's end of year. This is fun. That's what we think. <laughs> oh, guys, get uh, us out of here, please. Okay. Everybody, stand by. Just stand by. We'll be right back. I'm Batman. I'm Robin. You took apart one of my old G5 Macintoshes. Yep. That's a huge computer. It weighs more than you do almost. What do you think that was like? Well, it was fun. Was it kind of confusing, or did you kind of figure out what things are, or? Well, at the end, I had a whole bunch of, I had some screws and a cup, Mm -hmm. and it was, um, I forgot where they went, so I kept on trying to to find out where they went. And you took almost everything out of that machine, the fans and the hard drives and the RAM and all kinds of stuff. Yep. Do you like doing stuff like that? Yeah. Do you think a lot of kids your age like to take stuff apart and put them back together? Well, I think they would, but they never talk about it. No? Do you ever talk about it? Yeah. Yeah? I think I would like that. You like that? Tech Fan Podcast. Calm, rational, and family-friendly. Every Friday. The reason why the fast-forward button was invented. The G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. And welcome back to the last segment of the MyMac.com podcast. Oh, this has been this has been quite a show this week, guys. I, I think so. <laughs> I think so. Yeah, quite. This will be one for the books. Uh, you think? Oh, yeah. You think? You really think? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, as little as I possibly can. It's time for Gaz's tip. What is incredible there is I played just as you started Gaz's tip, and I don't know whether people can hear it over the Gaz's tip piece. Don't underestimate the force, the power of this force. I, this is what I played just as. Don't underestimate the force. Right now, and you played my tip just as I hit that. You see, so there really is the force out there. Because you knew when to play, as his tip. Anyway, that's right. Before I go on, this is this is quick and easy. You have an iPhone, I believe, guy. Yes. You have iOS six on it. Oh yeah. If anybody's got an iPhone or an iPod Touch and you've got the latest software, this may even have happened um, in earlier versions of the software, the operating system. And if you've got an iPad, and if you're on a web page or any document. 
and you're scrolling down and you get to the bottom and you think, oh, I just want to go back to the top of the page. Do you know what to do? Just tap on the menu at the top where it's got your, you know, the carrier that you've got and the time and the battery percentage if you've got that on. If you just tap on that, you will be magically taken to the top of the page in that applications. Most applications do this now. They'll take you back to the top of that page if you were scrolling down and down and down. That I did not know that. That is really cool. And it just takes you straight to the, uh, back to the top of the page. Because some, some websites, certainly websites, have a lot of information at the top. And you need to just go back to the top and you can scroll through stuff. So there you go. That's a quick tip for that one. And also, I'm going to give you a quick Mac tip here. I don't normally do uh, two tips, but I'm going to give you a quick, um, a quick mountain lion tip here. Mac tip. It's a Mac oh, tip. Oh, mountain lion tip. Yeah, it's a, it's a mountain lion. Well, it's launch pad, so it's lion as well. Because launch pad, I think, I think this is the same in lion. But yeah. if you... Uh, launch launch pad there is now a search bar at the very top which you may not have noticed because it's not that clear uh, you know the little spy glass is there but all you have to do is once you go launch pad you can start typing in so if you were looking for garage band you don't have to move your cursor or anything you just start typing the letters so if you type in g then all of the applications on your mac you know which have the letter g somewhere in the name will appear you know it's got to be like world of goo for example, um, I've got Skygazer, which is, you know, one name, but it's pulled that up as a possible. So then if I type in A, it then, you know, brings my selection down uh, from what it had before, which was about 15 down to about seven or eight. So uh, that's a quick tip. If, if you use Mission Control or Launchpad, rather, not Mission Control, Launchpad. Uh, I found that quite oh, useful because I'm, star- I'm starting to use Launchpad now. Oh, at the I top, see it now. Right at the I very top. Or you, you, yeah, you don't yeah, have- yeah. There's like <clears throat> it's it's like because the the background the background for Launchpad is the same. You know, yeah, because they have like a they have like a little uh, it's like a little search window. Yep. But the background for the search window is the same color as the background Correct. of so Launchpad. You, so you so can miss unless it unless you look for like the little magnifying glass. You won't even know but, it's there. But to be honest with it, that's right. But to be honest with you, you don't even have to look at it. You just start typing. The, you know the name of the app or part of the name of the app and it'll suddenly start making your selection for you so because you don't have to put the cursor into the box at all you can just start typing once you've typed in or once you've started launchpad i find that quite useful because i'm starting that is so cool there you go you see there you go yeah where's the force gone oh sorry Hit it. That's the end of Gaz's tips. tips. That's the end of Gaz's tips. That's the end of Gaz's tips. Okay, is that the, uh, the end of the tip? Will you let me finish? Gaz's tips. Roger, Roger. Thank you, Nicole. Do you have a, a app pick for us this week, guys? I do. I've got a bit. Uh, this is an iOS one, and I came across this, and it's... It's quite nice. It's actually from Black Tree Software, who were... I think weren't Blacktree the company that did uh, Quicksilver? I've got a feeling that Blacktree were the company that did Quicksilver, which is one of the applications that I first started using when I went over to the Mac. But kind of, I think they kind of stopped developing it. I don't know if they're still developing it. Anyway, that aside, this um, application goes on your iPhone, and here's the description. This is not; these aren't my words. This is from the website, or from uh, not from the website, but from. Uh, the description in um, in the Mac App Store or the iTunes Store, I should say, because it's obviously an iOS uh, app. While waxing nostalgic about my old digital watch, I remembered how much I loved having the passage of time marked by an hourly chime. 
But then I thought, why should all the chimes be the same? For your pleasure, a simple app that provides unique chimes on the hour, half hour or quarter hour. So do you remember those watches? Everybody had them, didn't they? Sure. And you were was in like oh, yeah. a, a waiting room, like a, a doctor's waiting room. And you'd know it was 10 o'clock. Well, well, actually, you'd know it was 10 o'clock about you know, two minutes either side because watches would be going off for about five minutes over the period. But, <laughs> <laughs> but obviously this time with modern technology, if everybody's got an iPhone, they should all go off at exactly the same time if they're hitting the servers correctly. So there you go. It goes beep. Or you can make it do other tunes as well. But I just quite like I liked it. It's free. Go into iTunes uh, and get it for your, your iOS device. You can set it so that it doesn't go off to through the night as well. Because, you know, you don't want <laughs> That would be a good thing. <laughs> yeah. and, and you know what the other thing here is, Gaz, yeah. is uh, if a lot of people had this app, you wouldn't have the randomness of like watches going off for like two to three minutes oh. on, on either side of the time. My Because they're all synced up to uh, Apple services. My point precisely. <laughs> so they'd all go off at the same time. Yeah. And it would be... Um, Automatically. That's right. Thank you, Steve. Boy, Steve is just a, a, a fount of... A fount? A, a font of information? A fountain font <laughs> of... A font of information. Anyway, I have... <laughs> I have an epic this week. An epic. Do you want to hear about it? An epic. An epic. Is an d- epic. Is that epic? Is that what you meant? Epic. Epic. Pick. Yeah. Right. It's an epic epic. Pick. Cool. Guy. Go for it. Um, <clears throat> I first heard about this game from uh, playing it on iOS devices. It's called Modern Conflict HD. It's it's by uh, GameStop. I'm sorry. It's by Gaijin entertainment and they have ported it over to the Mac mm-hmm. and it's just as much fun on the Mac as it is in iOS. So it's kind of weird because you're seeing, you know, you, you have to kind of move your mouse around to click on stuff instead of just like, you know, poking at things on the screen. But <laughs> when I first got this game and started to play it, it was like, started, I always put my fingers you, through the I was going to say you were poking your screen. <laughs> I'm not, yeah, I'm not, yeah, and it's like, what's wrong here? I'm not sure whether that's allowed these days. Poking a screen? No, well, not, not in the, not in some states. You know, I think that is punishable by law. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we have a people's pick. I think. Do you want me to read it? Yeah, go ahead. I've, can you dig out who this came from? Because I think it was Eric. That was right. It's Eric. Eric Diaz. I think sent this in. He says, "Hi, G Men. My people's pick is Camera Plus for the iPhone and iPad. The only thing I ask myself is, why didn't I buy this one before? It has replaced the standard camera app on his home screen. It has so many nice features for shooting and editing. You can shoot in burst mode." It has a tilt level indicator. You can edit the photos with a lot of filters, effects, crop, enhancements, etc. It is on... Well, I'm not sure whether it's still on sale. We might have to check that um, because I I think we had this um, pick from Eric a couple of weeks ago, but we had one last week as well. So you'll have to go and check out um, whether it's still on sale for 99 cents. But it sounds to me, even at its full price, it's probably uh, worth it. Now, it's not a universal app, unfortunately. Uh, and he well, did. I don't see how that's really that big a deal because, I mean, honestly, people, please don't <laughs> yeah, shoot pictures <laughs> with your iPads. Please. <laughs> yeah, please. True. Okay. So Guy says, if you've got an iPad, don't buy this because 
Anyway, he says the only downside he sees is that you can't shoot um, when you swipe the camera icon in your lock screen. I, you know, if you've got your lock screen on and you've got yeah. the camera icon, you can swipe up to actually open, uh, which I actually do find quite useful um, because that actually launches the Apple camera app, of course. Uh, he really wishes right. that Apple would let us choose a default app other than theirs for some stuff, which is a good point, actually. Uh, that would make the iOS uh, system nearly perfect, he says. So we'll put the link. Well, there's, I think there's a reason why they 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 can't do that um, because other because you can't really delete Apple apps for the most part. I think from your phone. Yeah, but he's only asking to choose. He's not. He's not saying he wants to delete. Yeah, it. Yeah, but what happens? What happens if he if he deletes it? You know, he like he's chosen uh, Camera Plus as his default camera app on his phone, and then inadvertently, one way or another, I'm sure. I'm deleted, sure. Soft the software could say to him. This is a default Apple application which must stay on the device. I'm sure they can get around that. Anyway, folks, just I, and at the end of that, it says "you fool, yeah, you fool, you fool." And and, and at the end of it, it's actually still on sale for ninety nine cents at the moment. So, oh, good, okay, yeah, because I know uh, at least two, maybe all three of the geeky ladies have have raved about this. Have they? Oh, cool. So there you go. Oh, yeah. Good camera. Plus. Good pick, Eric. Um, <laughs> not going to mention certain. Move on then. Uh, <laughs> articles or not articles? Oh no! Actually, I have to mention it now. I just looked. We went down one. We're at one thirty-three again. <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant. Anyway, um, uh, if you'd like to contact us because you've put a iTunes review out there, and if you would like to put an iTunes review out there, that does help the podcast, and we enjoy reading them, and we enjoy sending you a wooty, whether it's good, bad, or indifferent. Yep. So, um, but if, no, actually, I ju- I just sent uh, big. I got big an pants. email from Big Ants <laughs> from Big Pants <laughs> and sent him his wooty. Yay! So you he see? now has an exclusive. Gold encrusted. Well, maybe encrusted is not quite well, the right yeah, word. Well, you t- um, yeah, he, he did. He told me that he was going to print it on gold encrusted paper. So there you go. Oh, oh well, it's certainly worth it. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> but do it. Do an iTunes review. Get a Wooty. That's really That's what it, it. comes. That's down it. To. And if you do a Wooty, you have to contact us. So, guy, how could the people? If you do a Wooty out there in listening podcast land, send you an email. They can send me an email at, uh, sorry, by writing to guy at mymac.com. And you can also get a hold of me through the Twitters at twitter.com forward slash MacParent. Ooh, the bat bird. Uh, you can contact me if you. <laughs> That's almost redundant, isn't it? A bat bird? Bat bird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they both fly. Moving on, um, you can con- okay. you can contact me if you really want to. <sighs> how how would they do that? <laughs> you can contact me if you really want to at Gaz. No, I've done that again. Uh, by contacting. Hang on a minute, guy. That's better. Okay, right. Gaz at mymac.com. That's G A Z. Zed. Or on the Twitters, twitter.com forward slash Gazmaz, G-A-Z-M-A-Z. Zed, you, Zed. you can contact both Guy <laughs> and I on the Twitters by going to twitter.com forward slash Guy and Gaz, G-U-Y-A-N-D-G-A-Z. 
Zen. You can also offend us, send us feedback to. Feedback. You can also offend us. You can also offend us <laughs> by sending feedback to <laughs> feedback at mymac.com. Uh, go over to G Plus if you're a Google member and join up. Send a request. You'll get a response fairly quickly and join the fun that yep. goes on over there. And also. Yep, just do. Oh, make sure you do a search for My Mac Podcast. Yeah, My Mac Podcast. If you're going to join us there. My Mac podcast uh you can there is also a skype number so guy you best give him the skype sure yeah right sure there is far too much uh (laughs) the skype number is come on hurry up area code all right area code 703 and here's the rest of the number (laughs) four three six nine five zero area code 703 the rest of the number four three six nine five zero one (laughs) anyway (laughs) Well, yeah. Um, thank you all so very, very we much. We do appreciate for it. Downloading. We really do. We, we oh, yeah. really for don't understand it, but we podcast. do enjoy it. <laughs> and as long as you guys keep downloading it, chances are we'll keep recording. We'll keep making it. <laughs> That's right. This this is like a symbiotic type of relationship I here. I like that. So book. we I do not accept, we don't accept all the blame. I like it, that. It, this is also your fault. Yeah. <laughs> it is a uh, I. The, the new year is coming up. Uh, if you are going, assuming that you hear this before the new year, uh, please, 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 while you're out and about, there's a lot of crazy people out there, especially on New Year's Eve. Be careful driving because we want you uh, to be back here again next week. You betcha. Yep. Do you wanna, what do you think, Ray? I, I think this is the best show that I've, not you, I've ever done. And I, not you. Best. The best, the best show I've ever done. And I'm good enough, not you. I'm good enough. good enough. Smart enough, not you. I'm smart. Oh, so smart. And doggone, people hate me. I mean, like me. No, no, people like you. They like you. There are are people like me. Detta er slitten or shova. What? (laughs) You said detta er slitten or shova. (laughs) That's what I said, yeah. And you'll have to chime in next week to find out what that means. Thanks for downloading this podcast. You can also find other great podcasts on the Stoplight Network, like the Tech Fan Podcast, Three Geeky Ladies, Not Another Mac Podcast, the Mac Specialist Podcast, Geekiest Show Ever, the TeacherCast Podcast, the Apple Junkies Podcast, and the all-new App Minute Podcast.
spectrum is green. Stand by for action. We are about to launch Stingray. Anything can happen in the next half hour. Rest in peace, Jerry Anderson. <laughs>